0: what's going on everyone my name is realtor joe simona and thanks for tuning in to this episode of your cup of joe oftentimes we think about architecture building and how they collaborate together and if someone is the jack of both trades today i'm honored to have a guest on who i've known for a very long time who's very near and dear to me and to my family Um, if you want to introduce yourself john and tell everyone what you do Hi, my name is John
1: Guma from Guma Group. Um, I am the principal of Guma Group, which is a design-build firm. Um, been in doing this for t- since 1997. I don't even know how many years that is these days, but um,
0: yeah, that's what we're at. You've been doing it for ni- since 97? That's 27 years. Yeah, no, not 27. Yeah, no, 27. 24. Yeah, 27 years. Okay, okay. yeah wow i didn't know you've been doing it that long it definitely shows in your uh, work and in your work ethic and in your dedication to your clients so um, i know all your clients will definitely appreciate that john as i understand it you are not only a builder but you are also an architect is that is that correct
1: yes so our my firm is a design build firm which we are a full service architectural services, um, full MEPs, mechanical, electrical plumbing engineering services and structural engineering services, um, which we all have we have our staff that are all PEs, professional engineers. Um, we also have architects on staff uh, that are registered licensed architects.
0: Wow, so what did you what did your firm start doing first? Did you get into the building aspect or the architecture aspect? What did you get into first?
1: Um, well, I went to school for architecture, and started off with uh, design. And um, we do I, when I started off, I was doing a lot of commercial um, tenant space, tenant space buildouts, commercial new developments, retail centers. Back in the days, was uh, very popular with laundromats. Um, that's where we started, and that's how I started. And um, and then it grew and my parents wanted to build a house, so I designed their house and um, I said, let me experience building and I started building it and that's where it all took off at.
0: That was your first build job, your parents' house? Correct. I remember walking in there shortly after they had uh, finished building it and I said, this is amazing. I said, whoever did this did an amazing job. And I remember you know, them saying "They, you did it, but I didn't realize that that was your first job so for such an amazing job, being on your first experience, that's that's remarkable. What do you like doing more now? Do you like doing more commercial, more residential, or does it just uh, depend? And what what would sway you one way or another?
1: Well, um, being that I started off in doing commercial designs, I still have a passion for commercial designs. Uh, we do a lot of corporate franchise designs. Uh, whether they're uh, national tenants or na- local national tenants, in a sense, um, that started in Michigan. Um, so I love doing the commercial side of the design aspect of it, and we do um, probably fifty-fifty of commercial construction uh, versus residential construction. Now, residential construction is um, custom, high-end, custom uh, residential. I don't, we don't do specs and. Um, We've done homes that are, you know, in the mid grade, but our construction really uh, residential construction consists of um, high
0: end. So when when people are talking about um, architecture, architecture, on uh, related to residential construction, what goes into designing plans for people? Uh, how many drafts do you go through? What's the process like if I come to you and if I say, John, I want to build a house. Not only do I want your group to construct it for me, I also want your group to design it for me. So I am using your group truly as a one-stop shop. What's the process like um, you know, to at least get your plans?
1: So uh, initially you would meet with me. The clients would meet with me. And um, I would do the interview, and uh, we have a spreadsheet that we give to them. As a matter of fact, I met with somebody last night and um, gave them the spreadsheet, which is what we call our wish list. And they tell me how many bedrooms, how many bathrooms, how many square feet, the ceiling heights, any arch- special architectural features. Um, and then they, I tell them, take your time, fill this out, because this is supposed to be your dream home, and uh, make sure it's done right. And they come back usually a few days later with their spreadsheet, and from there we just start initiating the designs uh, with one of my staff and myself. Um, and I always say the best client makes the most changes, so we are very patient with our clients. I don't try to rush them out and make the any change um, needs to be thought of, and we discuss every aspect of it, try to visualize the design by walking through the front door and explaining to them. I really cater to my clients um, as far as explaining to them um, because we want them to be comfortable with this. We want them to be happy with this nice, stressful, um, These you know, post-COVID, uh, it's almost a year and a half, two years. It depends on the size of the house, the complexity of uh, the house for start to finish. Um, so we want them to be comfortable with this and make sure that they understand every aspect in choosing their fixtures and choosing, giving them their options of the different types of methods of construction. For example, you have you know bat insulation, wool insulation, blown uh, foam insulation, and I explain to them the difference, if it's really worthwhile upgrading, where to upgrade, and where you can really downgrade that you really don't need to upgrade. So, we, you know, we tailor it to everybody's individual needs. Um, <clears throat> people like special characteristics. People want bigger windows or certain things that they really require. We work around that. Some people, when they design a house, they design it around one thing, and that one thing could be the stairs. I want these beautiful, magical, floating glass stairs. That's the main focal point from there, and everything else is developed from that point.
0: Got it. Well, that's, uh, that's a lot of great information. When somebody comes into you from their, let's say they have a property identified or they already have, just for the sakes of conversation, they already have a property and they want you to design the, the build. Is there average time on how long it takes from start your initial meeting to the completion of the plans only? Uh, the plans only you know I would say depends ready for
1: submittal for bids and permits to the city um, typically month ish month and a half it depends on the size of the house it depends if we're getting along and we're clicking as far as they give me their wish list I understand it and they and we give them their design and the feedback uh, is really well then we it goes pretty quick um you know, the start to finish on a designing of a house is not that easy. know uh, when some people come to us, they say they usually have a lot or they're looking to purchase a lot. Um, then we do a site visit, and we you know some people want walkouts, some people want daylights, some people want tall ceilings in the basement, tall ceilings in the first floor. So we uh, get a survey going, we uh, look at the grades, we study the grades. And uh, the grades, meaning the topography of the property, and we tell them and we advise them that this is a walkout site. This is not a walkout site. We, you know, we recommend doing soil borings to uh, check the capacity of the soils, uh, the water table. Um, you know, the weather is changing. Here we are, and and we didn't get much snow this year, but we got a lot of rain. So uh, the weather patterns are changing. So we don't, you know, typically everything's becoming more wet these days, and um, so the the water tables are generally higher, and we, we address all those with soil borings and different types of uh, construction
0: methods. Got it, no, that's, that's a lot of great info. I guess the question is, if somebody comes to you and if they have their decision made in three days, five days, and it typically takes a month and a half or a month, is that a red flag to you that maybe they're moving too fast? Are there certain things that you look out for To say you know what maybe this client is not making you know the most informed decision and you know they just need to slow it down a little bit so they don't make a decision based on emotion does that happen often
1: um yeah we try to slow them down because you know like i said you really don't want to rush this um because you want to you don't want to make mistakes mistakes cost time and money um and i try to explain every move every moving part um every purchase um to them so they understand what they're getting themselves into some people like the higher-end plumbing fixtures are like the higher-end uh, slabs and countertops and cristallo they want to backlight the countertops or they want certain things you know uh they, These days, it's all about uh, tall, everything taller and bigger, Uh, eight-foot-tall doors, solid wood doors, stained doors, paint doors. We explain all that with them, so we try to slow them down so that when you go into the design phase, it's all documented. And, um, yeah, they can make changes, but you just want to run with it at that point.
0: Sure. And obviously, you have all the contacts, um, whether it be countertops or whatever it may be. You have the context where you can arrange that for the clients, right? They're not going out there looking for somebody that sells countertops.
1: Correct, yeah. We uh, give them a list of our trades that we are um, preferred vendors with um, and our preferred vendors, and um, we let them go there, and they feel comfortable, and they meet with uh, the representative of that company, and they educate them again as well. Um, and sometimes clients come to us and say, oh, my brother's sister's husband does electrical no problem we'll entertain that you don't have to use our guys um we just want to make sure that everybody's licensed and insured and is uh you know interviewed with us because we are taking their responsibility of uh, their craftsmanship
0: and they're falling under our permit you talk about custom homes custom does not necessarily is not necessarily defined by the size but by the build and the finishes would that be a fair statement
1: correct you get to pick and choose um everything that goes in the house so you are a little more involved with us we're not a, a spec home builder or we're not a um i don't know if there's a word for it where you just build a house and here's your five uh samples of tile here's your four samples of doors here's your 10 samples of hardware you you're
0: you have unlimited resources with us your company would build and design a for example 3000 square foot house so again size is not the only factor it's the fact that they have to understand that it's a custom build everything is going to be custom yes if you maybe if they want to say okay I want the layout to be similar to this or this sure but we're not you're not duplicating everything otherwise that's not custom so size doesn't matter as far as you know what size you would
1: Correct size does not matter, and custom doesn't necessarily mean high end either. It can be any price range you want. It's your house, Um, so
0: we just give you what you want. Absolutely, no, that's that's definitely true. So, a lot of people are pretty familiar with going into a subdivision where they may be developing, you know, eighty homes, hundred homes, with a national builder. What flexibility, you know, if you can share with the people listening or watching, what flexibility do they have with working with your group uh, as far as the architecture and the design stage? What what flexibility do they have versus working with a national builder?
1: Well, working with a national builder, you're restricted to your selections because they only allow X amount of, um, like we said, floor tile, or you have to pick five piece, these different five countertops, or we only have two countertop or cabinet vendors. Um, so they're restricted by their selections. Uh, with us, our team, you have resources of high-end, low-grade, mid-grade, whatever you want, and we have all those at our, for our, at our resources that you can choose. And that will be totally up to you as far as uh, who you choose. We, we, we make the intro, uh, and from there, you get to choose whatever you want to do.
0: Sure. How do you collaborate, and how do you and realtors work together? Realtors are used to, in some situations, registering their clients with the builder. How how do you two work together? Well, we have uh, we have a lot of
1: realtors, including yourself, that refer a lot of work to us and we have to represent the the referral. So, you know, when somebody comes, refers a, a, a project to us or a owner or a house, um, I don't want that person going back to you and say, hey, Joe, man, who did you send me? This guy's not the greatest or he's slow or he's a poor communicator or whatever. So <clears throat> we truly respect the fact that, you know, at least you're going out of your way to, to think of us and refer us, so we want to represent it well. Um, there's, you know, the realtors refer us. They Sometimes they just call me out of the blue and say, hey, I want you to look at this lot. This owner wants to buy it, but he wants to put a 3,000-square-foot house, or they want a walkout, or they want a daylight. I do all that uh, for, you know, the referrals uh, as a friendship to, um, to them. And I go out there, and I look at it, and I spend some time on it, and I have some sketches to say, yeah, this is worth it. Go ahead. You can do this here. Purchase it. Or, no, you can't get a walkout on, on this site. Um, I don't recommend it, or high water tables for whatever it may be. So yeah, we hold their hands um, in the preliminary stage, and we spend time with it. And it's you know something that we do because all we have is uh, you know our referral base. So we don't look um, for the dollar, or I'm not going to say oh I need X amount of dollars to do the investigating. No, we just do that as a courtesy, as a because you think of us and we think of you.
0: And that's something great to have in your back pocket. It's like. I, I like what you said about you don't count the dollar because I'm the same way. I don't count the dollar because I want to know that I was able to help somebody. But I want to know that truly, if I need their assistance, they're going to uh, be able to help me. Johnny, before we wrap up, does your company also provide landscaping services? Um Yes, we don't personally provide landscaping services, but we
1: refer you to one of our uh, preferred landscapers. Um, typically, we just get our final grade done for a CFO, and um, unless the owner tells us, you know, hey, I want you to do the landscape too, and then we include that in our, in our package. But everything with us is a la carte, so it doesn't matter, you know. Um, I do not need landscaping for a full, C- I mean, I, for a temp CFO. It depends on the time of the year, um, if it's like this time of the year, you're completing a project and you can't put landscape in, so you'll bond it with a temporary CFO and then come spring, you can continue with your project and get your landscaping done for a full CFO.
0: Got it. What, what do you like to uh, do on your free time outside of work?
1: Spend time with my family, my kids, go to Shenandoah Golf. Um, I really, truly love what I do. Um, I look. I get up in the morning and I look forward to going to work. I look forward to making uh, my clients happy. Um funny story when I was younger, um everybody, you know, wants to go to medical and stuff like that. <clears throat> I don't like that side of the business. <clears throat> I just don't I don't care for it. And um uh, you know, I tell people, you know, why should I be a doctor? I'm going to go drive by the cemetery and say, that was my patient. When I'm with my kids, we we drive around, I say, oh, I did that, that's my project, I did that, Um, that's our client. Um, So to me, that's very, um, it's rewarding because then I'm proud of what I do and I want my kids to be proud and I want them, I don't want them doing what I do, I want them to be bigger and better than me, like, you know, as every parent does. You know, like when I started doing this, uh, my dad, uh, who was kind of like my mentor in this, we built our store and I was around it all the time. I loved it. And then my dad built a shopping center. I was around that and I loved it. And I just like doing things like that. And, you know, to this day, just everything, our projects are mostly still there.
0: I mean, that's, that definitely goes to speak on your character, the fact that you want your kids to do better than you and Look, you have to be passionate about what you do. Otherwise, if you don't enjoy it, you're not going to put that drive and ambition and you maybe not as successful. So it definitely goes to speak, uh, you know, to your character, to your hard work ethic and to your drive. I, I don't think there's ever been a single time where you haven't called me back if it was just for a simple question within you know, minutes if you can. Uh, it speaks very highly of you and it reflects on you. Johnny, I want to thank you so much for being on here today. We're going to put your contact information uh, down below for those watching and in the description uh, for those listening on how they could reach you. So I want to thank you so much uh, for coming today and being on the show. Joe, thank you so much. Thank you. Appreciate Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Your Cup of Joe. Stay tuned for the next one.